morning, afternoon, evening. My name's Joel Frame. I am the imperfect dad. And this is Georgia, and she's the perfect little baby. He's a dad and he's super bad. Sometimes he's good and sometimes he's bad. He's the imperfect dad. Say hi. Say hi. So um, I was supposed to do this while Georgia was down for a nap. But she woke up a little earlier, so I thought, hey, I'll bring her on. And I was getting her getting her dressed, and I said, what shirt do you want to wear? And she said, I want to wear my I Love Daddy shirt. And I said, you can't do that, because they're going to think I'm puffing up and I'm, you know, trying to make myself feel good or something. And she was like, hey, Daddy, haters gonna hate. And I said, you know what? Never a truer word spoken, Georgia Lou. So here's to you. She just ate. Um, she should be happy, but... You know, she's six months old, so 30 seconds from now, she could be an absolute mess. All right? So, anyways, it feels so good to be back with everybody. I missed being off that week, um, but my family was here, my mom, my dad, and my aunt, and we just had an absolute blast. It's always such a good time when grandparents get to come in and spend a bunch of time. They were here for like 11 days, and um, we've got a really good relationship with both of our parents, um, which is super special and makes it a really good time when we're all together. And so anyways, but I wanted to talk real quick about my mom. My mom has this ability to like, she's like a responsibility ninja. She just knows what needs to be done and does it. And I don't ever see her do it though. So like I'll get done feeding Georgia a bottle and I set it on the table and, um, I get up, change her, I'm going to come back and rinse the bottle out. I go, it's already washed, dried, and ready to be reassembled for the next feeding. And my mom is just sitting there in the in the rocking chair, the glider that we have, just reading a magazine and going, uh, you need me to do anything? And I'm like, uh, no, everything's done because you're a ninja. And when I'm getting the girls like at night when they're brushing their teeth and all that stuff, I'll look in before we go to brush our teeth into their bedroom and it's a wreck and the sheets are out of place and pillows and all that stuff, stuffed animals. I'm like, ah, I got to do that. So I get the girls teeth brushed. I go in. It's all the room's spotless. Beds are made. Everything's ready for bedtime. And I look in the family room and my mom is just sitting in the glider reading a magazine. And she's like, hey, uh. Okay, and uh, that was Eddie, and um, we're doing this all straight up kid style today, kid style podcast, okay? Um, but anyways, mom, hats off to you. Dad, incredibly helpful too, um, does all kinds of fun stuff around the house that needs done that I don't get time to do, and my Aunt Myra is just an absolute gem. She helps. Hey, thanks for bringing your electric toothbrush in for the podcast. You're brushing your teeth? Yeah. That's it's good. A, it's time to go to bed. Oh, okay. <sighs> Anyways, at least she's excited about brushing her teeth. Sorry about that incredibly annoying buzzing sound, probably. Um, anyways, but yeah, so hats off to my parents, my Aunt Myra. They're so helpful. Love them so much when they get to come in. Um, Tracy's parents are the same way. They're constantly wanting to do things. It's just grandparents are the best. And we actually are going to see them this Saturday. Uh, we are driving down to where they are in Florida and going to spend the week down there in Thanksgiving. So I'm not going to do a podcast next week. 
uh, but I am going to do a vlog for next week. But um, anyways, if you don't follow me yet, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, at Dad Imperfect. Guys, on Facebook, we've already hit over 500 followers, and I am so excited and so appreciative. Thank you guys so much. You've all been so supportive and encouraging. Keep sharing those pictures that I put up. They're getting a lot of shares, and I'm really appreciative of that. And um, But yeah, and if you could, if you haven't done so already on the iTunes store, uh, review and rate the podcast. That really helps to get it kind of higher up in the, the search engine there. And um, anyways, yeah, and subscribe on YouTube, all that fun stuff. But I wanted to talk really quick. Hey, bud. Oh, thanks. Can I do that? Okay, thanks, Ed. Um, oh, okay, thanks. Okay, thanks. Um, anyways. Okay, buddy. I um got a little bit of disturbing news. There's um uh, someone who we know who's. Uh, daughter was, uh, she's in kindergarten and on the school bus, she was taken advantage of by some older boys who held her down, pulled her pants down, and proceeded to do some inappropriate things to her. Um, the school didn't do anything about it the first time, and they kept the kids on the bus, and um, it happened a second time. And I am absolutely appalled, uh, number one, at the school's response and inability to handle the situation appropriately. Um, those kids should have been off the bus, out of school. They should be in some type of alternative school, some type of counseling. That's not normal behavior. And um, unfortunately, we're seeing more crazy stuff like this, and it just it scares me. And I, I don't want to live in fear. I think I do a pretty good job not living in fear. Um, but it's it's hard not to be fearful when you hear certain things like this and you just think golly man the evil out there is real and like i said before on um one of those pictures i put up i think last week evil is no pacifist therefore i will teach my girls to fight for themselves and for others and this story just man it just absolutely is tearing me apart it's it's absolutely just destroying me and I don't know what to do other than just be there for that family. Um, but to also be mindful of my girls and the way they view themselves and that they are no object. They are not to be taken advantage of. Um, and they are not to be disrespected. And if they experience these things and if someone tries to touch them in an inappropriate way or hurt them, they're going to know how to fight. No matter how small they are, they are going to know how to hold their own. They're going to know how to fight. And I teach my children, just like my dad taught me, you don't go looking for fights, you don't go picking fights. But if you are in a situation where you cannot get out of it any other way, you need to fight like your life is depending on it because it might be. We have no idea that the evils that are going to happen, uh, we constantly are hearing stuff in the news and it just, we, we have to be mindful and we have to be um, vigilant about that. And we, and we have to be teaching our kids some type of protection for themselves. 
Um, I can remember when I was in third grade, there was this kid. Um, I remember his full name, but I'm not going to use it. We'll call him Joey B. Okay. In case he, you know, I don't want to put him on blast for being a bully, but because I know now that the stuff he was doing, he just wanted to be friends and kids have a hard way of communicating that sometimes. And so anyways, Joey B used to um, leave threatening notes in my book satchel that used to hang on the back of my chair. And, um, hey, you okay? And he used to, he used to threaten me, used to get real physical with me and push me and get in my face and all this stuff. And I got, I started to get kind of scared. So I was, I was at home and I was telling my mom and my dad about it. And I remember my dad crouching down in front of me, in front of where our telephone used to sit at the bottom of the stairs. And he, he looked me in the eyes and he said, you don't go picking fights. You don't go starting fights. But if somebody is trying to hurt you, you punch them out. And I remember going, punch them out? Out of where? And I, I didn't get that. But anyways, um, that has always stuck with me. And unfortunately, I wasn't very wise with that. I didn't heed that during my middle school and high school years and even college years. Um, I started some fights and I was a jerk a lot of times. And um, to those people, I'm sorry. And, um, but anyways, I, it is, it has since informed me, um, and, and it kind of informs the way I view things, um, with, with our girls. And the next day, Joey B did the same thing. And at recess, he started getting me into a corner, um, literally where the baseball field was the fence. And I kept telling him, you don't want to do this. You don't want to do this. And he kept doing it. And he grabbed onto my neck. And when he did, I punched him in the stomach and uh, he dropped down crying and I started crying because I felt bad and I ran up to the teacher and I told on myself. I said, my dad told me that if, not to go picking fights, but if somebody tried to fight me, that, that I needed to protect myself. And she was like, okay, calm down, calm down. And I got to choose Joey B's punishment for bullying me. <gasps> hey, thanks, buddy. Hey. Sorry, this is probably super loud in the mic. Eddie uh, came back in for some kisses. And um, anyways, um, the teachers let me pick his punishment. And I can remember sitting in front of him at the desks, and uh, I couldn't look him in the eyes when I delivered the sentencing. Oh, thanks. And um, so anyways, she, uh, or... She let me pick the punishment, and I couldn't look him in the eyes. And I said, no recess for a week. And he just, I mean, you you would have thought I gave him the death sentence. He was like, oh, God, no. And, like, slammed his face down on the desk, and I couldn't look away. I was, like, biting my bottom lip, just, like, couldn't handle it, dude. Anyways, I say that to say, again, Teach your kids how to protect themselves. Teach them how to fight for themselves, for other people. Because, bless you. Unfortunately, we have no idea what the future holds and, and what type of situations our kids are going to be in. But I, I, I do know this. My girls are going to know how to fight for themselves and for other people. And some people might have a problem with that, but that's their problem. But anyways, um, let's let's pick uh, let's pick it up a little bit. 
kind of, I, I was at the dentist the other day and, um, I love my dentist, love the staff that works there, but there was this, the woman who was getting my teeth ready, I had to get a crown put on. And, um, she said, she was asking me about my family. I told her I had three daughters and she was like, how'd you get that lucky to have three daughters? And I thought she was being serious and I took the bait. Sorry, I got away from the mic. You didn't hear that. I said, I, I, I thought she was serious and I, I took the bait. And um, anyways, she wasn't serious. And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm super lucky. Love having daughters. And she was like, I feel bad for you. And I was like, okay, just kind of took that one on the chin. And I was like, yeah, you know, I love it. They're so sweet. And there's just something about the father-daughter relationship that I love. And she was like, just wait. Just wait, you're going to change your story when they're teenagers. And I just stopped. I just stopped talking because I just didn't want to engage anymore. But I, I wanted to say, and I should have said, no, I'm not going to change my story. I understand that the future is going to hold some tough times and my girls are going to hit teenage years and hormones are going to be raging and things are going to be a little bit different. But what's not going to be different is my the, the how thankful I am for my three daughters, how much I love them, how much I support them, encourage them, that's not going to change. And I'm always going to love that. And that's always going to be the best aspect of being a dad. Um, so no, I'm not going to change my story when my girls are teenagers. And stop saying that to me. That has been said so many times by people. And um, it drives me crazy. I'm very thankful to have three daughters. Um, if... I had a son, I'd be super thankful for him, just the same. But I've got three daughters, and that's what I love, right? Yeah. Um, anyways, but yeah, so we are driving down to Florida this coming. Uh, we actually leave tomorrow, Friday. We'll drive halfway about South Georgia, and then we will drive the rest of the way Saturday through Florida. And uh, we're going, my in-laws are going with us. We're going to have both our parents together, which is super exciting. We'll have a bunch of fun. And um, they've got a pool there, so we'll be doing all kinds of swimming. Nellie's loving swimming. Eddie actually is swimming already as well. And so can't wait. Hopefully we'll get some days that we can go to the beach. That would be awesome. Um, but yeah, I hope everybody has an incredible Thanksgiving. Um, I, I hope your, like I said before, I hope your Halloween was good. Hope your November's going well. And I missed you guys last week. Tune in next week for the vlog. We are going to have vlog number two, and it will probably be set in sunny, beautiful Florida. And yeah, can't wait for you guys to, to see what's going on and continue sharing those pictures and everything. Like I said, follow me if you're not already on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dad Imperfect. Georgia, would you like to say anything before we leave? Hmm? Would you like to maybe like giggle or something? No giggles? No giggles? Maybe a little? Oh, oh, oh. oh. Eddie, can you come say bye? Bye. Bye, say see ya. See ya. See you later, guys. Okay. All right. Love you guys. The Imperfect Dad, signing out.